When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue show. Welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of humility. But first... Review of the week. So we've had another review. You know... If you do not ask, you do, do not, not get. get. You have asked, and so we have been given. Yes. And I, I just want to take 10 seconds to say that we truly, truly, really do appreciate it. And really read them and really feel warm inside. Yeah. I, I echo everything you have just said. It does mean something, is what I'm trying to say. When yes. someone takes the time to review the show. I know. So we want more of them, please. please Not to be greedy, but I'm going to be greedy. And also, if you listen to the show and you haven't hit subscribe, please, please make sure you do that. Because again, as like with the reviews, it just helps us to keep growing. It tells the algorithm and Apple and Spotify and whoever else that we are doing a good thing. So please subscribe. Please write a review. Only nice ones. Thank you so much. Right. Who's our review from this week, Lauren? It's from Maisie Noble. And she says, I started listening to your podcast in 2020 during the autumn lockdown. At the time, I was really struggling with mental health, having regular panic attacks and feeling generally very anxious. It all came to a head and I decided to turn things around. I had a mixture of CBT and traditional counselling over 18 months and finding the pod at the beginning of this healing journey really supported me. I can't count how many times the practices you spoke about filtered into my conversations with my counsellor, asking for help, active listening, the art of doing nothing and how many practices found their way into my everyday. Grounding, all walking, matcha and gratitude. Plus, the pod is so funny, it always puts a smile on my face when I've had a hard day. I am now more well than ever. Oh, that's just giving me goosebumps. I listen in the bath twice a week with a candle and it's my ultimate self-care routine. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for that beautiful review. Brought a little tear to my eye. That is gorgeous isn't it it's so so lovely because so often we get so caught up in the minutiae of of the show and sitting in the studio and recording it and editing it and writing it and researching it that actually you don't really think about the people that are listening and the impact that it's having of course that's why we do it so to hear it is very special 
Well, something else that we did has had quite an impact on someone's life and she sent an email in. Okay. What ready? What? Yeah, ready. Messaging anonymously, please, she okay, says. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm a bit behind on the pod for one reason or another, but I started listening to the Vabbing episode a few months back. Oh. And that week, wait for it, that week I was on a rare date with my husband and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to give it a go. We had a fab day and we were like love's young dream coming home. Well, I thought nothing more of it until today when I finally listened to the epilogue and, well, I heard the listener challenge and I thought, OMG, OMFG, I have to share my story. Would you believe it? I am now 13 weeks pregnant. No! And I firmly believe that it was the day I conceived. Oh, <laughs> that is fabulous. That's also giving me goosebumps. Coincidence, oh she says. No. Who knows? But despite being a very late reply, I feel Lauren especially would love to hear this little story. And I'd not have had the story to tell back in February. So maybe it's fate that I listened in late. Totally. <laughs> oh, we love that. And congrats on your pregnancy. Huge congratulations. That is wonderful. There you go, clubbers. There you go. That's the power of vabbing for you. I mean, how much do you think I loved getting that email oh, on the weekend? Gorgeous. So have, have you vabbed since? Have I? Yeah. I haven't, but we we did talk about it on Saturday night when people came over for dinner and, and I'm so immune and blasé to everything now. Yeah. Even Ollie is kind of like not really fussed about it when I talk about it. But this poor man who was at dinner was, I could tell by the look on his face, utterly horrified but also didn't want to say he was horrified because then he thought maybe he might look a bit small-minded or whatever so he kind of went with it but I could tell he was like oh oh this is not nice it is weird when you get to that place of just being I've said it before totally desensitized to all of this everything sort of stuff very very few things in the wellness space shock me and then then you sort of are surprised when other people are surprised or you forget that other people aren't desensitized and you forget that this is just your world and you're just talking about this crap <laughs> all day long and actually it's really not that normal in society to do things no. like steam your vagina no and he went what what's fabbing and and his wife said she was trying so hard to be delicate about it she said well it's when you sort of use your scent and he was like what scent she was like your your womanly scent it was just classic With- <laughs> classic <laughs> what's going on with humility how are you getting on with it well as i said to you i told you i texted dr syra she didn't reply but yeah. i said you know she'll reply in five yeah. days and then i'll yeah. bring it to the episode. she did she did should i tell say? you what she yeah, said yeah yeah okay she said wow that's quite a question i've never thought about your degree of humbleness before which <laughs> probably means you're at a healthy normal level which is a very doctor thing to say, isn't it? I would say you're not someone who shoots themselves down unnecessarily, but you have a healthy level of self-deprecation. You are rightly proud of your many achievements. And whilst you don't boast about things, you're not humble in the sense that you know the things you've done well and you are rightly proud of those achievements. Nice. So, and I said to her, well, that sort of fits with what Daryl said. He said it's about... It was knowing your size. Knowing your strengths, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses being just the right size. Yeah. I feel like she feels I'm the right size and that's good. Yeah. I, yeah. It's but okay. you're a healthy human being. I, I with, feel with like a, I am. With a healthy, adjusted view of the world. So you would have a healthy sense of it. Do you know what else happened? You know when you don't ever think about something or you don't know a word and then you know the word and then you hear it everywhere. Yeah. That has been happening with humility. 
And it happened on Strictly, of all places. So there's a guy who dances on Strictly. His name's Hamza. He's a children's wildlife presenter. Right. For some reason, there is something about him that I haven't been able to put my finger on as to why I feel so warm towards him. I love the way he dances. I love the way he speaks. I didn't know what it was. And then he danced this week. And Shirley said, you know the thing about you, Hamza, is you're so humble. And whether it's criticism or praise, you are so humble in how you respond. And I thought that is exactly what it is. And however well he dances... He always praises his professional partner. He never says, yeah, I practiced really hard and I did a good job. He always says, it's down to this amazing woman. She's such an incredible teacher. She worked so hard. She gets the best out of me. And I realised that's what it is. Which is lovely, but you do also have to celebrate yourself. I'm still a firm believer of that. His humility, though, is just such a positive personality trait of his it's so endearing and and because of the week we did it really made me think about it i hope it's just not at the cost of him understanding his own strengths that's all well he is a telly presenter so he must have done something to get yeah, but himself you, you there. know what i mean again like we said on the main show there is a very fine line there is there is and i think yeah. it's and i think it's it takes a bit of balancing to find what that line is, to have that healthy level of humility. How's your week of humility carried on? Uh, It's okay. I mean, I didn't feel like it was something that I had to work really hard on anyway. So it's not been at the front of my mind. Yesterday, I had a bit of a disagreement with my best friends, but we're in that kind of place at the moment. I mean, in a really pathetic sisterly way that we were arguing about who's busier and oh, who's busier? That's no, no, like when no, you no, argue no, with your husband about no, who's more tired. No, no, I knew you were going to jump in on that. No, as in she was saying I'm too busy to see her. Right. And I'm saying that she's too busy to see me. Oh, I see. At the crux of it, we just want to see each right, other. Right, right. So it was like, no, I'm not busy. You're busy. No, right. I'm not busy. You are. It was one mm, of those. Mm. And I just said to her in the end, do you know what? I, I, let's just not discuss this. I am really due on and I'm... I have literally no tolerance for anything. So everything is going to be heightened for me today. Um, and I just stopped replying. Right. And I thought that that was kind of, well, normally I would have gone in and, you know, and I would have tried to make my point and it just would have been so scratchy. And what was the point? And I just thought, no, I'm just going to take a step back. And that was quite humble of me. So you like, were accepting it, your weakness on that day? Yeah, I was getting really, because she said, oh, well, you know, you sound really annoyed. I'm not even annoyed. And that's when I got started to get oh. really annoyed. And I said to her, I am really mm. annoyed, mm. but I am also really due on. So mm. let's just leave it mm. because I'm not going to respond very nicely. Okay. Okay. That's about it though. Okay. I'm sorry about the PMT. It's all right. It hasn't gone away. I've got it too, but I'm just shoving down that evening primrose oil. Tripled the dose. Tripled the tri- dose. After that, after, <laughs> I swear to God... After that conversation, I thought, you are really tetchy today, and I tripled the dose. I could feel the grumblings of it as I sort of swore, mumbling under my breath whilst unloading the dishwasher for the second time yesterday. Yeah. And I thought, oh, better better pop another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny how it just it sort of your jumps out at you. You're like, why am I so annoyed about this? But it's lovely that you and I are back in sync. 
Yeah, yeah. That always hurts. It's not lovely for James. It's probably not lovely for anyone, but it's <laughs> lovely for us. We can just be grumpy together, can't we? He's grumbling in the studio yeah. back there then. An interesting discussion was taking place over at Instagram yes. about humility. Mm-hmm. I asked on Instagram, how humble do you think you are? Yeah. So the choices were, I'm very humble. I'm not humble at all. What's humility? And I'm in the middle. Okay. Okay. I'm very humble, 24%. Mm-hmm. I'm not humble at all, 4%. What's humility, 7%. Mm-hmm. And I hope we've cleared that up for the guys that aren't quite sure on what humility is. So go listen to the main show. I'm in the middle, 65%. So most people feel they have a healthy dose yeah, of, humility. of humility. Okay. Yeah. Um, I then asked, what do you think? What do you think about humility? Is it important and why? A Jones 3188 says, I don't like to be the centre of attention and toot my own horn. No need for external gratification. Wow. Okay. That's quite rare. Yeah. Not about the tooting the horn thing, but that they don't need that external gratification. Because I think most, most people, people do. Most people need a little bit. Jenna Gard says it's pointless. We'd like to know more about that, wouldn't we? Why do you think humility is pointless? I think that's quite an interesting thing to say. Hmm. Mm, yeah, very. Andrea says, humble people are teachable and confident in their abilities and they recognise their own weaknesses. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that is actually what humble yeah. means. Uh, Rachel says, women need to turn humility into confidence, especially at work. Now, thank mm. you for that comment, Rachel, because then the next question that I asked was, on the back of what your friend says to you, that she doesn't think that women can afford to be humble. So yeah. I asked the clubbers, yeah. do you think women can afford to be humble? Yeah. Jenna Gard says, no. Mm-hmm. She was the one that said humble is pointless. Uh, Maybe Ra- that's what she meant by it. Maybe she meant it. she doesn't feel as a woman that it does her any good to be humble. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like to know more about yeah. her thoughts on that, actually. Mm. Rachel says, no, women have enough challenges imposed upon them without also having to be forced into humble roles that ultimately reinforce the glass ceiling fuck humility. Interesting. Although Daryl does say humility, true humility is not something that you can put upon another person. But it's also, not oppressive. But also, I was thinking about this last night, yeah. Daryl is a man. So his sense of humility is going to be very different to ours. True. And I wonder if there is a humility female expert and I would like to get her sense of that because it's just a different perspective. Very interesting point. Thanks. Um, We had Kate says, absolutely. I said, do you think women can afford to be humble? She said, absolutely. Sazabi says, humble is a bit of a default for women when men would speak loudly about the smallest win. (laughs) Yep. But again, it's conditioning is what we've been told, isn't it? Uh, Andrea says, yes, but cautiously, depending on the situation. Yeah. Mrs. Christina Carty says women are criticised if they're not humble and men aren't expected to be. Absolutely. So it's an interesting conversation. Like, yeah. Can we, James, yeah. can I ask you, can I throw this out to you? I'd love you to be. Do you think women can afford to be humble and do you think there is a difference between a man being humble and a woman no i don't think there's a difference i think everyone should be slightly humble shouldn't they yeah um 
Why would there be a difference? Because I think women are girls, rather, are conditioned often to be... Small. Small and quiet. And polite. And not stand and up for themselves and not speak up. you should exaggerate the other end of that spectrum in order to balance it? Is that what you're saying? Well, should you always conform to that? Or should women isn't, feel comfortable... Isn't the whole point of humbleness that it's nothing to do with what anyone else thinks? Yes, it's, it's to do you with your feeling feel enough. It's an ongoing conversation and I'm not sure where I sit on it. I understand the relevance of humility. I understand the importance of it and I understand that it's good for our own well-being. I really do. But I also think that there are certain scenarios where women just cannot afford to take a humble approach because they just won't be heard. I kind of wish we'd gone into this a bit with Daryl, but we didn't. But the full interview is going to be available on Sunday on a little special. So listen in for that because he he was great and it was a really interesting conversation. I would like to put this out to him, actually. I might send him an email about great. it because I would really like to hear his response. Well, let's do it. Yeah. OK, we'll bring that back to next week's epilogue. Before we take a break, we're going to go into... self-care club challenge of the week our challenge of the week for you clubbers is to do exactly what lauren and i did which is ask your loved ones how humble they think you are feedback yeah it's really interesting and feed it back to us because we'd love to hear wouldn't we feedback the feedback feedback the feedback that's very good and we're going to take a short break and we will be back here for our wellness newsflash. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultralight and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Wellness News Flash. Okay, what's our wellness news flash this week? Here's the headline. 
makeup-free Miss England finalist defies unrealistic beauty standards. We were talking about this yesterday. I'm so pleased you have brought this. Melissa Ralph used to spend three hours perfecting her makeup because she didn't feel confident in her natural beauty. But as other contestants put on theirs in preparation for the Miss England pageant this week, Ralph faced the competition without it. In doing so, Ralph, aged 20, became the first makeup-free participant in the Miss England competition's 94-year history, making her... A face of a bare face movement that's resonated with women around the world. It was a challenge to herself, Ralph said, after years of feeling shy and insecure, discouraged by a social media ecosystem overrun by meticulously edited and filtered pictures. It is so brave. This is what she said. Women are pressured to look a certain way because of society's narrow perception of beauty and perfection and they're often scrutinised for not conforming to them. I wanted to challenge these unrealistic beauty standards by taking that bare face round to the next level. Skin positivity activists have criticised the beauty industry's role in marketing their products with photoshopped images and profiting from women's insecurities. Rafe, who is a political science student at King's College London, said she wanted to inspire girls who, like her, felt they couldn't measure up. She made it into the Miss England finals after winning June's Miss London Bareface Top Model Competition, an optional round added in 2019 that invites contestants to post a photo of themselves without makeup on their social media accounts. Brilliant. And then claiming the same title at the Miss England semi-finals in August. The crown on Monday went to aerospace engineering student Jessica Gagan, who will compete with more than 120 other participating countries for the title of Miss World. But in her close Closing statement, Ralph drove home her message. For far too long, women have been pressured to look, act or behave in a certain way. And I believe it's time for a change to show women, no matter your age, no matter your background, we are beautiful the way we are, she said on Monday. Now, more than 500,000 Instagram posts include hashtag bareface mm-hmm. and nearly 250,000 include Hashtag skin positivity, signalling the growth of a once niche group as real skin activists and sans makeup influencers resonate with the push to see unfiltered and unedited pictures as beautiful. After entering this contest, I learnt the ability to love myself and accept myself for who I am in my own skin, whether that be with makeup or without makeup, she told the Washington Post. That inner confidence will radiate far much more than any makeup or filter can. Bravo. Good Bravo. Bravo. That's amazing. I salute and support all of it. And isn't it incredible how a woman going barefaced with no makeup is now considered a sign of activism? That's the first time in 94 years. That's incredible. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it, she's now an activist Brilliant. because she didn't wear makeup. Good for her. I mean, it's amazing and it's wonderful, but it's also ridiculous in itself that she, you know, that we've got to this point. But I I think I just take my absolute hat off to this woman because I don't think there's not many people that would have been brave enough to stand up there and do that. Absolutely. And it's wonderful. Absolutely. And it's absolutely working, moving in the right direction. Love it. Yeah. Love it. What have you got on our recommendations of the week? Well, as you can see from our spooky set, (laughs) our spooky set, all our recommendations are Halloween related. Are you into Halloween? 
no, because <laughs> it's for children. <laughs> Some adults are really into it. I think that's really weird. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because it's a children's celebration. Dress up and you go and well, get so sweets. Then you can say that about Christmas. No, Christmas is Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. Halloween is, if you're over 13, I'd say that's it. You know when you get the hulking teenagers who don't dress up, knocking on your door, asking for sweets? I'm like, no. Bye. What do you do? You just say they can't have it. <laughs> I'm just like, take a lollipop and fuck off. No, you don't, don't say, say that. <laughs> what do you do? You still I say, get a seat. I say, I think you ch- I say things like, I think you chaps, maybe this is your last year. Chaps. I think you might be a chaps. little old for And they'll this be now. like, what chaps? I think, yeah. <laughs> they'll think yeah. it's trousers. They might. <laughs> Here we go. A book. It's called All Her Fault by Andrea Mara. This is the premise of the book. A woman appears at a house to collect her son from his very first play date with a friend from school, but the woman who opens the door when she comes to collect him is not his mother or a nanny, doesn't have her son, has never heard of him, and so begins every parent's worst nightmare. Love a thriller. Yeah, but I feel like that's a storyline that's been done a thousand times. Do you? Yeah. Okay. What about this one? The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston is about a woman, a writer, who falls in love with her super hot editor who appears on her doorstep one day. The only problem is, he's dead. (laughs) He's a ghost. (laughs) I've just ordered that because it sounds so much fun. Does it? Yeah. Okay, I've got two shows for you, one of which I binge-watched yesterday afternoon with Josh. It's on Netflix. It's called 28 Days Haunted, and it's three teams in the States who spend 28 days in some of America's most haunted locations. So imagine sort of Big Brother, but you're in a haunted house, the three of them. There are spirits. There are cupboards opening. There's demons. There's ghosts. It's, it's like schlock horror. I mean, it's so silly that we kept laughing. It's not supposed to be a comedy, but Josh and I oh, did laugh. Oh, it's supposed to be like horror? No, it's supposed to be like ghost hunting. But they but they live in the house for 28 days. Like the Blair days. Witch. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a good Halloween show. And then also on the BBC at the moment, there is a show called Wreck, which is a sort of black comedy slasher thing set on a cruise ship about a boy who goes looking for his missing sister and all sorts of spooky happenings go on on the cruise ship. I'm not going to be partaking in any of this. Are you not? No. Okay. Uh, What about a podcast? Okay. A true crime one? You into those? Yeah, I'm really into them at the moment. Okay. So it's it's one of the classics. And I need, I've just finished one. Right. Well, it's one of the classics. It's been going a long time. It's called Red Handed. Uh, Red Handed covers everything from serial killers, hauntings, possessions, disturbing mysteries and whodunits and anything creepy. And it's hosted by Hannah Maguire and Saruthi Bala. Uh, give that one a go. Okay. I think you'll Red like handed. that. Yeah, but that's an ongoing one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been re- uh, listening to like eight episode docuseries. I quite like those when they're a short series with yeah. the beginning, middle and end. I do yeah, enjoy those. Yeah, I've just those. finished one called Fairy Meadow. That was good. Oh, yeah, you, you did say it's that. It's about a young girl, three-year-old, who went missing on a beach in Australia in 1970 and they've re- they reopened Ooh, the case. A cold case. There you go. Love a cold case. And then I've got a little uh, food item to go with Halloween. I don't know if you've ever eaten these. I feel like you would eat these. They're called munchy seeds. They're right. a snack. Oh, James, James loves, loves them. them. So it's the honey roasted sunflower and pumpkin seeds. See what I did? There. They're, they're very, very bad for you. They're very good for you, James says. Yeah. 
He said they're very bad, bad for you. Bad or good, James? Bad. He said bad. They're very bad. Well, these are the honey ones. How big are they? Uh, it's just a small packet. No, at the actual seeds. Are they like a chia seed? Sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. Okay. Munchy seeds, they're called. They're £2.50 for a packet. I had right. to bring something pumpkin, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, you, we didn't have to. Well, I wanted to. I don't to. think the clubbers would have like left us for good if you didn't. They might have done. They might have been, my God, they didn't bring one pumpkin-related item to the show this week. Who what? even are they? Well, they're into their self-care and that's got nothing to do with it, is what they would have said. Well, I'm not bringing toffee apples because that's not healthy. I feel munchy seeds are a step up, although James says they're bad for you. Relatively bad for you. Well, the good news is that on next week's show, we're doing something food related, aren't we? Oh, yes, we are. We are trying out insect protein powder. Yep, it's made of insects. It's very, I'm a celeb, get me out of here. It's ve- it is very, it's I'm very Bush Tucker trial. It, it really is. So that's what we're doing next week. So you won't want to miss that because I can. we can only imagine how Lauren's getting on with that one. We'll be back next week. Thank you for being in touch. If you want to email us, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. By the way, we have noticed that our emails have been coming in thicker and faster, haven't they? They really have. If we haven't got back to all of you, we apologise, but we are reading all of them and appreciating all of them. So please do keep them coming in. Find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Come DM us there. Come find us on TikTok at... Please come find us on TikTok. We've got something like 164 followers and we need... 100,000 10 times that so please come and uh, see what we're up to there because the content is slightly different on TikTok than it is on Instagram I'm even making TikTok content you're very good at it I mean I showed one of my sons last week he was like oh my if my friends see you're on TikTok he was mortified well apparently we keep getting onto all of Daisy's friends for you page oh i'm so sorry she must be so embarrassed she's actually not embarrassed oh really she says all my friends think you're famous i'm like what with our 164 followers on tiktok i said no okay well i got called the worst mother ever for being on tiktok no she was all right with it she's like literally all my friends keep saying i'll keep seeing your mum on my for you page i'm like tell them to bloody follow us then yeah send it to all her little mates yeah okay good i'm glad i'm glad we're not completely embarrassed well, only to only to, only to my children. Uh, thank you. We'll be back next week. We will see you on Monday. Bye bye.